to answer the question, how do I handle how much does it cost? And I told them the cost and I never heard from them again scenarios is a good salesperson will have a good pitch, right? In other words, this is what I offer Bob and this is how much it costs. And that's a good value, I tell you, right? That's a good salesperson. Okay, you said the thing. A great salesperson doesn't do that. A great salesperson asks great questions. Welcome back to the Selling for Yourself podcast. I'm your host, Renee Rebar, TEDx speaker, author, sales coach. I have trained thousands of people to make millions of dollars, and I'm going to break it down step-by-step for you right here. This podcast is specifically designed to help women-owned seed startups with that initial lift to get their business, their offers, their profit margins off the ground and running toward their goals. If you've ever thought you would make the sale but didn't, we are going to have some fun. So the bottom line is this. When you tune in, you're getting current trends in real time on how to exactly make meaningful sales activities in just 10 minutes a day, even if sales isn't your thing. I have something very specific, a question that really comes up quite a bit, but today came up a lot. And so have you ever been asked, what's the price? What's the cost? What do you charge? And if you feel like you've been asked that, given your answer, and then didn't hear from them again, then there's probably a few questions you should be asking yourself to make sure that you can avoid that very easy sales objection. And so at the end of the day, it's really never about the price. I have sold everything from $5 to $500,000, and it's never about the price. Well, Renee, what is it about? Well, it's about the value that they place on the result. But more importantly, it's about your coming to the conversation with the idea that you're not trying to sell them another widget. You're not Costco. You're not, you know, the, the tomatoes today are $5.99. That's how much they have. How much are the tomatoes? $5.99. You know, they can compare literally tomatoes to tomatoes. But if we're talking about a high ticket service provider, someone like you, maybe in this case, this person is a funnel builder, right? So she is a highly skilled, highly qualified digital marketer, copywriter, funnel builder, tech specialist. She does do VIP days where she could just give them one price. Okay, for a whole eight hours of my time, it's only $7,000 or something like that, right? So she could give them that price and she, and unfortunately had given them that price, but the person on the other side and the receiving end who's asking, how much is it? wasn't at the point in the sales process where they were ready to hear it. So no matter what she said, it wasn't going to be the right price. Ultimately, it would have been the wrong price for her or the wrong price for them. She would have been either undercharging and creating lots of opportunity for scope creep or overcharging because they didn't understand the true value yet. So overcharging isn't just about you charging more than you think you should. Overcharging is charging more than they think is necessary. Well, Renee, how do we figure that out? Well, let me tell you, this is easy. You've heard me say this before, and I'm going to say it again, because this is, this is where I want you to start this answer, to answer the question, how do I handle how much does it cost? And I told them the cost, and I never heard from them again, scenarios, is a good salesperson will have a good pitch, right? In other words, this is what I offer Bob, and this is how much it costs, and that's a good value, I tell you, right? That's a good salesperson. Okay, you said the thing, good. A great salesperson doesn't do that. A great salesperson asks great questions. And to continue on with that conversation around asking great questions, people often say, well, I I asked all the questions I normally ask. Okay, what are those questions? And then they tell me and I'm like, okay, what'd you learn from those questions? Well, I wasn't really 
trying to learn anything from those questions. <laughs> I'm like, well, that, that's the problem. So the questions that you ask have to matter to you. They cannot be just some questions that you got off of a chat GPT or a, or a script you got off the internet. Like, what does a salesperson ask in a discovery call? No, er, stop, <laughs> please. Are there great questions you can ask as a starting point? Yes. So the reality is, is that based on who you are and what you do for a living and your level of expertise and how and when they came to this point in the conversation where they're asking this question, all of that matters. All of that gives potentially a different answer to this scenario. But in this particular scenario, with this particular high ticket service provider with a very highly skilled docket, she felt the need too early answer this question. Well, how much does it cost? Well, it costs $7,000. And they're like, that's a lot. And if they're saying that, or if they're not coming back at all, they're feeling that way, most likely, then the problem is she didn't ask enough questions. So I dug deeper. I asked a bunch of questions to this particular person. And what we came to, and this might be true for you too, and that's why I wanted to share this with you today, is if someone says, how much is it? Unless you're at the point in your sales process where you're ready to make a presentation or an offer, an invitation. And again, how do you know you're at that point? Because a lot of people don't know when they're at that point. They just go through the emotions. They just say, I got them on a phone, on the phone. I make them an offer. Er, I want you to change that. How do you know when they're ready to hear an offer? When you have the full picture. So how do I know when they're, when I have the full picture? Because again, we're not trained in sales to think like this. So let me share with you my secrets that I've learned over the years. The easiest way is when you have someone say to you, all right, I'm ready to work with you. What do you need to know about me so that you know that I'm the right person for this next offer, for whatever you offer? You see how I just flipped the script? So this right here is kind of the role playing, if you, if you want to call it that, I call it that, when I work with my clients. And my clients are at every level. My clients have made lots of sales, but what their problem is, is they're not making enough sales or they're not making the sales in an easy, clean process. They can make more sales when it's an easy and clean process. Plus, they can also have other people making sales for them when it's an easy, clean process. Plus, they can also eliminate the sales call when it's an easy, clean process. But that's another conversation another day. So today, high ticket sales force a funnel builder for somebody who's right now at a $7,000 price point. Person asks, how much does it cost? She says $7,000 before she's established the value. And she never hears from the person again, or they say, that's too much. And then they never call her back. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you leave a rating and you take a screenshot and email us, I will give you one of lots of resources that I have that not only surround this episode, but wherever your business is right now. I consistently create new training and workshops and support materials for clients at every level of their business and game. And so I want to be able to help you as well. And I want to thank you for listening to this podcast. So leading up to this point, before they get to the point where they can actually be given an invitation, you have to know the full picture. And so again, how do you do that? Well, let's talk about it. With her specifically, I said, listen, when you are talking to someone, right? In this case, this person was a referral, but the referrals don't mean the person knows everything about you or how you do it or at what level or degree you can do it for them. So 
the person was a referral. They were talking in the DMs because that's where the referral was made. That's where the warm introduction was made. And she was chit-chatting. She's like, we were chit-chatting so nicely. And then she asked, how much does it cost? And I told her $7,000 and never heard from her again. I'm like, okay, well, that was way too early. Do you know what I mean? Like, it was just way too early. So if you're at that point, like where this person was in the DMs still off of of a referral, you can say, that's a great question to ask me how much it costs. My honest answer is, I can't give you that answer because I don't have the full picture yet. And so let's do this. At this point, you can decide, let's have you fill out this form. It's my intake form. And from there, I'll either have a couple more questions or I can refer you to someone else on my network that might be a better fit. Or I can just give you some easy advice and give you some homework and something to work on until maybe you're at a different point to know that if I can help you. Or you can say, well, listen, let's book a call. I'm, I'm willing to set up time on my calendar next week. I have 30 minutes. Notice I said next week. I don't do calls the next day because of what I'm about to tell you in a moment. So I have time next week. I have Tuesday at 2.45. Does that work for you? Notice how I said 2.45 and not 2. Why? Because now the person understands it's probably only going to be a 15-minute call. Renee, why would you only have 15 minutes? Because this is, in, this is preliminary. This is introductory. I don't really know who this person is. I don't really know their problems. I certainly do not have the full picture. I look at it like I'm an oncologist and they have a serious cancer scenario. I cannot, without a very extensive amount of testing, understand their treatment plan. I can't possibly. Just like this person. This person is that educated, that detailed in what they could do. And there's a thousand different scenarios. And so we need to know the full picture. So that's how I wanted them to enter this this conversation as if they have their white lab coat on and they're a highly skilled physician and they have to run tests. They have to take information before they can even possibly consider a prescription or a plan of action. So having said that, this particular person now is prepared to ask more questions. So, hey, that's a great question. I can't possibly know. So I booked 30 minutes on our calendar, on my calendar, 2.45 next Tuesday. Does that work for you? Great. What's the the easiest way to send you a Google Calendar invite? Which email do you want me to use? Okay, great. I send the Google Calendar invite. I put the Zoom link in there. I put a little agenda in my Zoom Calendar invite or my Google Calendar invite. And I say, listen, you know, number one question, number two question, number three question. So I often will, will write out very simple instructions like find out what you've done so far, find out what you're trying to accomplish, give you my best advice. That could be the agenda. But then they know coming into it that they're not walking into a pitch because I don't want to pitch them yet anyway. I don't know what they need. My pitch is the equivalent of a prescription. And so if we've been hanging out for any length of time, you've heard me say this before, your invitation, aka your pitch, is the equivalent of a prescription. So if you're taking on the energy of a physician, you're going to need to do a lot of tests before you could possibly write a prescription, right? Okay, great. So. Now we're back to the point. Warm referral, in the DMs, chit-chatting away. Potential customer asks, how much is it? She lays the price down, $7,000. Person goes, says it's too much. Whatever she said didn't happen. Doesn't know what to do next. Figures, ah, that's just another no. Or, oh, my prices are too high. Or, oh, I suck. And that's exactly what happens. And I'm telling you this out loud so that you can avoid it. So now you have an action step that's not just saying your price. Now you have an action step of either have them fill out a form or set up a call. Now, if you set up a call or fill out a form, regardless, the other one's about to happen. So if you fill out a form, you're going to look at the form 
You're going to maybe ask some more questions and say, based on this, I would like to talk to you. I want to look at a couple of things and actually have things to look at, like be investigative, find out, dig deep. Who have they worked with? What have they done before? What have they tried? What did they like? What didn't they like? How much did it cost then? Have they been shopping around? Who else have they been looking at? I mean, a thousand questions off the top of my head I'm thinking of, right? So dig deep, get to the bottom of it. Really find out like if they were to come to you and say, I want to buy from you no matter the price, what do you need to know from me to know that I would be the perfect next client for you? If that's what they asked you, Think about all the questions you would ask. So don't hold back. Don't be intimidated by, oh, I don't want to ask that question. I don't know if they want to tell me. You're a doctor. There's a lot of things that they have to tell you that they don't want to talk about. That's the energy I want you to bring to this. You're the equivalent of a doctor in your field, right? You're an expert. You know what you're doing. You have a particular set of skills. You have the ability to help them in a way that other people can't own that. Whether you book the call or whether you send a form, Either way, eventually you're going to have a call. So if you do go straight to the call, between booking the call and hosting the call, you're going to want to ask more questions. Regardless, before you get on the phone with them, you're going to ask more questions. Why? Because if your goal is to get them on the phone so that you can make a presentation, you should just eliminate the call. There's no reason for a call because you can just record it and send it to them if you're really just going to make a presentation. When I'm on the phone with somebody, I want to use that time, that special, incredible live conversation time as a way to ask questions that I couldn't possibly ask in a form or better yet, go deeper on the questions. Hey, when you fill up that form that I asked you to fill out, thanks by the way, I saw that you wrote this. Tell me more about that. Tell me more about the timeline that you worked within. Tell me more about the hidden costs. Were there opportunities that you didn't mention that maybe came out of that? Tell me more about this. Tell me more about that. So tell me more. Those three words are your best friend because it's going to help them really dig into well, why do I want that thing? Why am I trying to accomplish this thing? And then they really start to figure out, honestly, on their own, well, that is worth a lot. And how I have spent a lot of time on that. Heck, I have spent a lot of money on that. Wait a minute, $7,000 seems easy now. You know what I mean? And so is it going to happen overnight? No, but it could happen very shortly if you have a sales process set up and that your knee-jerk reaction isn't, here's my price, so that you don't undercut yourself or oversell yourself so that you do truly gain the most important position that you can gain with anyone in your network. Are you listening? The role of trusted advisor. So when you walk into a a selling opportunity, I want you to shift your mindset from, I'm going to sell them something to, I'm going to help them by giving them my best advice. And I can only do that when I've completely understood and asked all the questions. And then to know if they're ready for an invitation, here's what I say. Let me repeat everything I've heard you say back to you. And so P.S., what makes me a great salesperson is when I am in a sales process, I have two ears and one mouth. That means I listen twice as much as I talk. And my sales calls are 80% them talking, 20% me talking. And if that's not you, then there's an opportunity here for you to make some subtle adjustments that could completely shift the entire selling dynamic for you. You could actually stop hating sales. You could actually begin to love sales because sales is what brings you to your best clients and truly helping them. Don't you get a surge of adrenaline when you see them cross over that bridge and get that deliverable or that result that 
they've been looking for for so long and you are able to see them do it, help them do it, do it for them. Isn't that amazing? Isn't you want more of that? Well, that's what this sales process leads you to. So I've just used this one example for you today as a way to answer this one question. How much does it cost? What's the price? So I hope if nothing else, your takeaway is I can ask more questions at that point. So that's a great question. My honest answer is I can't possibly give you an answer because everything I do is custom, or I can't possibly give you an answer because I don't have the full picture yet. I might not even be your next choice. I might not even be the next person you need. It might be somebody else in my network or someone else that I know or someone else you know. But I guarantee you this, if we talk and I get as much information as I can, I will give you my best advice, even if it's not me. Isn't that a person you want in your life? Isn't that a person you would refer, you would buy from, you would connect with, you would collaborate with, you would send people their way? Isn't it? That's the role that you can hold with this person if you enter the sales conversation with that energy of, I'm here to ask questions, I'm here to get the full picture, and once I have that, I'll give you my best advice. Because if you have the full picture and you got it right, then you're going to be able to give your best advice. You won't be making some pitch off the side. Now, there are people that get to this point in my sales training and they're like, Renee, I'm not going to customize every offer. Well, you don't have to. What you're customizing is what they want. You're saying, listen, I'm listening to what you want. I'm listening to what you're saying you've experienced. I'm listening to the timeline you want this done in. I'm listening to all the pain and frustration you've had up until this point, trying to get this done, trying to get this accomplished. I get it. Let me repeat all that back to you to make sure that I got the full picture. Is that the full picture or is there more? And so that invitation that I make them is about getting the results that they want. That's the customization. How I do it is still going to be, if I'm this person that I just gave you the example of, it's still going to be a VIP day. She's not going to change what she offers, but it's going to feel very custom to the person she's making the invitation to because of how she got to that point. And so I hope that this helps you today. I hope you're able to take notes. I hope you're able to listen to this again and again. If you're being stumped by the question, how much does it cost? If you ever thought you would make the sale, but didn't, let's hang out more. Thank you so much for listening to the Selling for Yourself podcast. This episode is brought to you from my heart. If you loved it, please share it with someone that you like. And if you didn't like it, my name is Bob. When you subscribe to this podcast, you'll also get the chance to come to my live page, sellingforyourself.com, where you can ask questions, hear previous episodes, and stock up on your Selling for Yourself goodies.